one. Ladies and gentlemen, at the time of this recording, it is officially 30 minutes from puck drop on the Stanley Cup Finals, and my beloved Penguins are not there to play in it. Very sad. Boo-hoo. That's okay. Bruins and Blues, these two teams are about to pound it out in one mega epic duel. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up on the show today, of course, we have to preview the NBA and NHL Finals because playoffs are awesome and so close to the end. The exciting culmination of two great Final playoff matchups is about to occur, so got to talk about that. Also, we're going to highlight a little bit of the NFL and some big questions uh, occurring around every team in the AFC. Uh, so stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the program, first off, welcome. We always love new fans. If you're unfamiliar with the program, no worries, let me catch you up. We like to talk about all the sports news and information that occurred over the weekend while giving you some insight into the next if you like what you hear today, find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, and the Facebook. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. Again, that's me. Right here. Hope you all had a beautifully, happily, beautiful Memorial Day. It was fun, and my uh, wife and I went down to New York, visited some family, uh, did some wineries, we had barbecue, we... Um, I don't even remember. A lot of drinking. A lot of good times. Good times all around. Good times to be had by all. And now we're back in the lovely city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, to, well, the podcast, essentially. So why don't we start with the NBA? Two great teams, the Warriors and the Drakes. I mean, the Raptors, you know, Drake's favorite team. Uh, two great NBA teams facing off in the finals. For once, we don't have LeBron kicking around uh, in the finals. First time in like nine years, right? Uh, so let's let's just talk about those teams. Let's get to that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start with the Golden State Warriors, who have been here, in fact, five straight seasons. Five straight seasons of the NBA Finals. This is the first time they're going to look over that horizon, and they are not going to see LeBron James on the other end. No, instead, this time, Curry, uh, uh, Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and possibly Kevin Durant will be staring down the Toronto Raptors. But what does that mean? means a lot. Okay, like I said, Curry, Durant, uh, this whole team, they have never played against another team in the finals. And that bodes well for, for them, really. Bodes well for the other team, too. They don't have as much experience playing the Raptors uh, as they do the Cavaliers. But let's be real here. You have four all-star, superstar, mega players who are playing even better right now with Durant injured. Maybe the, maybe the Raptors will want him to come back on the court. Probably not, though, because he averages 27 points per game. Don't really want that. However, you have to keep in mind 
that whether Durant's out there or not, this team is going to be tough. Whether you're guarding four All-Stars or three All-Stars, and that doesn't even count Boogie Cousins or, or the rest of the role players out there. I mean, Golden State, they are just stacked to the brim right now. So that leaves us with one question and one question only. Do the Raptors have what it takes to beat down the greatest dynasty since, oh, I don't know. Let's go with Michael Jordan. Uh, well, it's hard. It's a hard, it's a hard sell. I mean, the, the, the Raptors are good. Don't get me wrong, but man, Golden State, they are just tough. Let's take a look at that Raptors team though right now. For the Raptors, you you really got to look at the one player and one player only, Kawhi Leonard, who is just leading the charge. He averaged over 26 points per game this season, um, having the best season of his career. They just took down that guy, Giannis and Tenko the Bucks. Um, who, granted, were a really tough team. Toronto's taken down Philly, okay? They took down the Bucks. They took down the best of the East. Well, that's exciting. It really is. You know, they're, they're what, what do you want to say, the leaders of the North here? The North remembers? I don't really know. Kawhi Leonard playing out of his mind right now. Without him, the, the Raptors wouldn't even be close to this. However... They played pretty miserably against the first two the first two uh, games against the Bucks. They played very miserably in a couple games there against the 76ers. And realistically, had Kawhi Leonard not made that magical bucket shot that bounced off the rim like 400 times and then went in, they wouldn't even be here right now. In fact, you could say the Raptors getting this far was pure luck. Is pure luck going to be enough to beat the Warriors? No, no, it probably won't be. Kawhi Leonard playing out of his mind? Yeah, that might just be it. But you got to hope that Durant stays out. That's the key for them. If Durant does not come back, if he does not play in the NBA Finals, then I think Toronto could really push it to the limits. But if he keeps, if he gets back out there, they're gonna have a hard time. Um, you know, I know this team's come back for some some big deficits, right? 14-point comeback in Game 5 and 15 points in Game 6 to uh, to beat Milwaukee. But uh, the rest of their role players just haven't been looking as good as they should be out there. Again, if Kawhi, as long as Kawhi stays on his game, they'll stay competitive. But one guy against the Warriors, it's just not going to be enough. And you can ask LeBron James all about it because... Well, he's tried to do it quite a few times and uh, failed miserably three of the four. So good luck, Raptors, but I'm going with the Warriors in six. Moving into the NHL, if you're a an American, you're probably sick of teams from Boston winning, well, any championship out there ever. And frankly, I am too. However, I got to give it up for the Boston Bruins. They're playing... Old-time hockey here. That was a nice save there by Tuka Rask. They're, they're tough guys out on the ice. And now they get to play against a team like the Blues, a team that's never made it this far, a team of young guns, a team that was counted down and out a long, long time ago. The Bees are uh, they are ready to start killing here. Bruins are tough. Don't get me wrong. You got guys who have been here before. Zdeno Chara. You got Marshan. You, you got it all. Tuka Rask. He's going to be looking for his first uh, Stanley Cup championship. Um, you know, I, I think the Bruins, they're a tough team. 
then they're going to be tough to beat. But if you look over at the Blues, why don't we? That that's the cue. Let's let's take a look over at the Blues. St. Louis, as I mentioned, they've never been here before. Well, I shouldn't say that. They've made it to the finals before. Actually, coincidentally, they were swept by the Bruins twice in the Stanley Cup Finals. What I mean is that this young core of players has not made it to the championship, the final round, the Stanley Cup Finals, um, and somehow they've beaten the odds to get here. Bennington in the net has been everything for them, literally everything, absolutely stellar. Um, they came up with some big wins against San Jose, which we all thought were going to absolutely murder them. And somehow this team keeps fighting back. Now, in hockey, and this is really important, in hockey, the team that's tough, the teams that, f- that fight through the most adversity, the team that's on a hot streak is the team that usually ends up getting pretty darn far. Vegas Golden Knights, good example of that last season. Didn't end well for them right? Nashville Predators a few seasons ago didn't end well for them either. What that means is that even though you have these young gun teams ready to rip, rop, and roll all the way into the finals, that doesn't always end the way they'd like it to. Listen, I think St. Louis has a great story. They were in last place going into the season. Really, you'd think this was something out of a movie. Uh, Going into this this year, early January, they were in dead last. They've pushed themselves to the Stanley Cup Finals. That is huge, and you're going to hear that a lot throughout the course of this series. Um, Unfortunately, I just don't think they have what it takes to stand up to the Bruins. They haven't played a team like this before, um, and... I just, I'm not seeing it. I will say, though, I did find it humorous. You know, the Islanders swept the Penguins. The Hurricanes swept the Islanders. The Bruins swept the Hurricanes. So, yeah, I texted some of my buddies this morning and said, do you think the Bru- the Blues are going to sweep the Bruins? Definitely not going to happen. Sorry, Blues fans. This one's all going to Boston, who unfortunately will get to celebrate yet another disgusting parade in their disgusting Boston sports city. I hate the Red Sox and the Patriots so much. So, so, so much. But uh, even I'm rooting for the Bruins in this one. Very good. Very, very good. Very excited to see what happens uh, in these these next two weeks, uh, we'll have a Stanley Cup and NBA champion very soon. Um, so why don't we take a commercial break? When we come back, we got to talk about the baseball. Swing for the fences all the way out into the outfield with the home runs. That things that they say in baseball? I don't really know. Yes, I do. Love baseball. Love talking about baseball. We're going to recap all about the baseball. So stick with us, friends, because sports, 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 we will be right Hello friends, I'm Nick Trago with the Sports 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 Podcast. Do you have an amazing product you're trying to sell? Well, let me tell you exactly where to shove it. Up your butt! I'm just kidding. No, what you should really be doing is trying to peddle it on my podcast. That's right, we're offering free ad space for anybody interested in selling their amazingly amazing products. All you have to do 
is email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com, so we can figure out exactly how to get your message out there and on the air. So once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and I'll be waiting patiently by my computer. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, feel, and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, 30. No, 10. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? The finish. It's a Minneapolis Marathon. Step on Diggs. And the Minnesota Vikings have walked up on the New Orleans Saints. It's a 61-yard and welcome back to the show. A lot of exciting baseball action this weekend. Baseball always falls on the best holidays. Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day, um, Halloween. I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah, so exciting games this weekend. Why don't we just uh, – let's, let's just run through them. Let's wrap up and uh, talk about all those games. And let's take a peek at some of the games from this weekend and today's happy Memorial Day. So the Orioles and Rockies, they had a back-and-forth battle, high scoring on both ends. Rockies won two of those, and then the Orioles got the win today against the Tigers to start off that series. Really interesting, though, for the Orioles. Andrew Kashner, one of their relief pitchers, loves Baltimore so much that he said if the Orioles try to trade him, he would rather retire. Now, he does realize what franchise he's playing for, right? He does know that he's playing for a complete garbage pit at the moment. Andrew. It's okay. Get out of there. Play for a winning squad. Trust me, you're gonna love it. The Yankees, they looked pretty darn good against the Royals, winning two of three games and then beating the Padres today. Uh, James Paxton might be returning very soon, as soon as Wednesday for New York, New York. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens there. And then in other news, it looks like they could be picking up Dallas Kudgel from the free agency, which is, uh, has extended now to almost the MLB uh, draft. So uh, more news on that upcoming. The Nationals were able to win three straight against the laughing stock of Major League Baseball. The Miami Marlins unfortunately could not get it done today on Memorial Day in our nation's capital as they lost to Miami 3-2. to two. And the Tampa Bay Rays, they won three out of four against the Indians. Um winning uh, Thursday, but then losing Friday, and then they won Saturday, Sunday, and then win today against the Blue Jays. No shocker there. Andrew Meadows, by the way, on that Sunday game against the Indians, he went 4-4 with a home run to lead the game off. And the Pirates, they got embarrassed by the Dodgers over the weekend. Swept in all three games. Almost lost Francisco Cervelli to a concussion. Uh, con- concussion, if, if you didn't. Maybe I have a concussion myself for saying it that way. I don't really know. Uh, however, I will say the Pirates did get, well, they're about to win against the Reds today. And the Astros, they got the better of the Boston Red Sox this weekend, winning 4-3 to three in two straight games. They did lose the finale, unfortunately, but that's okay. They got to win today against their rivals, the Cubbies. And the Twins, they embarrassed the White Sox this weekend, winning four uh, straight games, actually. three. Sorry, three straight games. Absolutely embarrassed them. They held the White Sox to five points, while they, they themselves... 
ended up with 26. It was 26 to 5, outscoring them, obliterated them this weekend. Twins, one of the best offenses in baseball at the moment. Don't expect it to last. And speaking of obliteration, the Diamondbacks, they killed the Giants as well this weekend. They outscored them uh, 34-8. to 34-8, they outscored them. And then they're uh, currently winning over the Rockies today. It's bottom of the six, two to 2-1. So that could really go any other way. And the Angels and Rangels, they... Angels and Rangels. <laughs> the Rangers, Texas Rangers, listen now. Listen good. You need to change your name to the Rangels. Much better name. Angels and Rangers, they played off this weekend as well. Rangers getting the first game, but Angels won the second two. Six runs in the seventh inning, thanks to a Trout home run kicking it off. And the Angels get away with a victory. Ugh, Rangers, they lose their winning record. Angels, they still have a losing record. But today they're playing the athletics. That game's going on right now. They're in top of the fourth. It's 2-1. That could go either way. And let's talky about Milwaukee. They did get a win over the Reds. That was way last week, though. This weekend didn't fare so well against the Phillies in two. They did crush them yesterday. Thank goodness, because Phillies, man, the Brewers have had their number all season so it's good to see uh philadelphia getting a few wins over milwaukee and the new york mets they uh they actually got two wins this weekend they beat detroit because let's face it detroit's terrible 26 and 26 currently on the season no game today on memorial day but that's okay mets won two out of three they also beat uh, the nationals in oh man how many how many games was that wait uh did they sweep them Wow, okay, never mind. They swept the Nationals. Go Mets! Yeah! Yeah, Mets. All right. All right. And lastly here, the Oakland A's. They swept the Mariners this weekend. Good old Oakland. They won uh, 6-2, 6-5, and then yesterday won 7-1. Currently, they're playing the Angels, as I've already mentioned, 2-1. We'll see what happens there. And looking at the standings now, the Yankees are still on top of the MLB East. 35 and 18. They're on an 8 and 2 streak. The uh, Rays not far behind them, two games behind. The Red Sox were doing really well, but they've only won five of their last 10, so that's definitely going to hurt them. If we move over to the Central, the Twinsies remain on top, 9 and 1 in their last 10, six game winning streak. Woo, that's huge. They are actually destroying everybody else. The next closest team would be the Indians, and they're 10 games behind, so I really don't think it's going to work out there. And then the Let's scroll down here to the Western Division, MLB, uh, AL West, MLB West. AL West has the Astros on top. The Athletics highlighted in bold because they've won six games. Mariners have lost six straight games. Uh, Athletics are nine and nothing in their last ten. I'm not really sure how that's possible, but good for them. Absolutely destroying it. Should be nine and one, I believe. Uh, Rangers, no chance here. So, so essentially, if there was a wild card right now, it would be between the Athletics and the Red Sox. Um, I think they're basically even, so it'd probably go by the head-to-head. Uh, the Rays would get the first wild card spot. Now let's look over at the West. And by the West, I, of course, meant the National League. You know, in every other conference, it's East versus West. Every other, um... Oh my goodness, all the other sports. I'm too I'm too much in hockey and basketball right now, where it's East versus West. Here, it's just all these different divisions. So NL East, National League East, the Phillies are on top. 
by a game and a half over the Braves. Phillies at 31-22, Braves at 30-24, Mets, Nationals, and Marlins in that order behind them. Moving over to the Central now. The Cubbies, Cubby Cubs. For some reason I said they were the rivals to the Astros. Not sure why, but that's okay. Uh, Cubs are on top. They got a game and a half over the Brewers currently. Uh, both have 30 wins, so uh, that one's going to be a fun fun back and forth down the stretch. The Cardinals started out fantastic. They've They've lost seven of their last 10 games. They're not playing well right now. Some of the vets are not producing for the Cardinals. And I even talked about this uh, recently, either the last episode or two episodes ago, that that this team is not going to last if some of these guys don't get together. You get Goldschmidt out there and you get him hitting some darn home runs. Darn it. All right, let's move over to the West now where you have the Dodgers, of course, on top. Once again, 8-2 and two in their last 10 with a winning streak, three straight games. Padres have faltered five and five. Uh, they're starting to fall. The Diamondbacks five and five in their last ten. Although they have won one, they've won now three straight. They're kind of in that pack as well. Although seven games behind the seven games behind the Dodgers, that's going to do it to you. So right now, if we were to have a wild card, well, first team of course would be the Braves, but uh, the Brewers would also be in there as well. So. Braves and Brewers, those are your two wild card teams at the moment in the Major League of Baseball. A couple of big news in the baseball world, actually in the Boston baseball world. Uh, the first being the death of um, Billy Buckner. Many of the many Boston fans will remember him for a very poor misplay uh, during the World Series against the Mets uh, way back when. Um, but he was <clears throat> a valuable player out in Beantown, and so uh, we wish his family the best. Uh, the other big news for Boston, Dustin Pedroia. Not sure if he's coming back to play. Now, Pedroia is far gone from his MVP days for Boston, but he's been a big name for that franchise for a long time. So, there you go. I'm not going to say anything nice about him, because I don't like the Red Sox. So, with that, why don't we take another break? When we come back, we're going to talk about the NFL and all the AFC teams. Biggest questions revolving around the AFC teams going into this season. Stick with us, friends. Get some popcorn. Get your snacks. Get your snack corn. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be right back, baby. And Kaepernick escapes back to center. Corey Krug with quite a shot. And now Kaepernick escapes around his front. He scores! Hello friends, has this ever happened to you? You're walking down the street, you're super hungry, and you go to reach for a licorice stick and ah, you don't have one. Well, now that's no longer a problem with the licorice machine. That's right, this nifty 40 pound backpack straps straight to your back with a tube that connects directly to your mouth. Anytime you're hungry, just suck that delicious licorice right out of the tube, you suck it right up in your mouth and you enjoy the spoils of that. Alright, that's a pretty bad advertisement. But you know what would work better here? Something of your own design. Do you have an ad? Something you're trying to sell? Maybe just a happy message to share with my fans? Well, this is your chance. Email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. The 
Now, earlier today, ESPN released a list of, uh, of, of the big questions surrounding each team in the NFL. Now, I broke it up into two, right? AFC and NFC. I think that's a good way to split up these teams, right? I hope so. I definitely hope so. Uh, so what I did was I basically took the liberty of answering the questions myself because I know what I'm talking about, maybe, sometimes? I don't really know. All right, either way, uh, that's what uh, that's what I did. So we're only going to talk about the AFC this week. Stay around for next week when we talk about the NFC. Okay, we're going to start with uh, the AFC East, my favorite conference because it contains my favorite team, who is not the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so Josh Allen, is he ready to take the next step in his development? No. This guy's not the next Jim Kelly. He's not going to lead you to any anything, really. Uh, I know the Bills made the playoffs two years ago. It's a big deal. First time in like 400 years. But uh, listen, they, they need more than just Josh Allen if they plan to uh, win anything this season. Is Josh Rosen the long-term answer at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? Uh, no. I, I mean, listen, this is the same franchise that made Ryan Tannehill their QB for six I'm sorry, not six, seven seasons. They're going to do no less with Josh Rosen. So yeah, maybe he will be the long-term QB by long-term at least four or five years. And then maybe at that point, they'll finally realize it's terrible and give up on the guy. They've spent 20 years looking for the next Dan Marino. Hopefully it doesn't take them another 20 more. Ugh, that face. Tom Brady. Can the New England Patriots become the first team to repeat as Super Bowl champions since they pulled the trick off in 2004? Listen, Brady's turning 42 in August. Belichick, he's 67 years old. Patriots, somehow, with all of this, they are the perennial contender. They've made it there how many straight years? Three straight seasons into the Super Bowl. Show what? There's no Gronkowski. That guy can't block for... Oh, I'm sorry. He can't catch for crap anyway. Uh, listen, of course they're going to be, was this their 20th season together? Belichick, Brady, they're going to be a tough team to beat. No doubt about it. And unfortunately, I think they absolutely could win another Super Bowl. Uh, they get the benefit of playing in the worst conference in the league. Uh, but you know, let's, let's hope it doesn't come to that folks. Can coach Adam Gase overcome his rocky start in New York? Listen, this guy wasn't exactly the coach that all of us Jets fans would have wanted. And uh, listen, those crazy eyes, man, they still freak me out every time I look at him. That's why he wears his hat so far down on his head, I'm assuming. Listen, he's a no-nonsense kind of guy. I think the Jets needed a no-nonsense kind of guy. But to get the, the to get their GM fired, all this talk about Le'Veon Bell... They have a lot of issues to work out here, and the season hasn't even started, and, and nobody's even talking about Sam Darnold, you know, and the fact that he could possibly be an elite quarterback. I don't know. They have a, they have a decent team. I think they could make a run at the playoffs, but Adam Gase has to prove he can actually win. He's got a better team than he did in Miami. I have no doubt about that, but can they make it to the playoffs? Can they do something? I don't know. We'll have to find out. The development of Lamar Jackson. This is a good one. Listen, he led the, the Ravens to a 6-1 record, got him their first NFC North title in six years, got him to the playoffs. He looked fantastic as the running back of the Baltimore Ravens. Listen, this guy can't throw, okay? He, try, he takes the ball out of the hands of talented running backs because they've had a few, okay? Now they bring in Mark Ingram. Uh, they've bring in some good people for him to toss to. Are they going to make that switch? Stop this guy from running the ball. His teammate 
RG3 could probably tell him exactly what happens when you try to run the ball too much. It could end your career. Give this guy a chance to throw it. Maybe RG3 won't give him that advice. Hope he gets injured and then, you know, Robert Griffin III could jump in as the new quarterback for the Ravens. Dumb move trying to get rid of Joe Flacco. Not trying. They did. They got rid of Joe Flacco. Not a smart move for you, Ravens. But that's okay. This is the guy you're stuck in. You're stuck in with, sticking with, whatever. Hopefully it does not lead you to failure. Uh, the Bengals. Did they make the right choice in hiring Zach Taylor? Listen, for the first time since 2003, the Bengals have a coach that isn't Marvin Lewis. Any change is a good change. Yes, he's led them to more more playoffs than they've probably ever been to their career, in their career, in their history. Um, but it was time for him to go. It's time to turn things over here. The problem, Taylor's 35 years old and he's never had a head coaching gig. They're hoping he's the next Sean McVay, just like everyone else in the league hiring these young coaches to coach their teams. Ah, I just don't see it. The whole team's terrible. This guy's terrible. He won't last long. Sorry, Bengals. Can the new dream team exercise its playoff demon? Oh boy. Listen, dream teams don't typically do very well however i would i would i have to say i mean odell beckham baker mayfield kareem hunt i'm looking forward to watching what the cleveland browns can do are they a contender yes are they going to win a super bowl no but they'll definitely make the playoffs the rest of their conference is looking pretty weak these days uh so i'm really I, i would love to see baker actually do something i'm over my hate against him he played his first ever game against the jets and killed them should have won that game. It's not his fault. The Jets were terrible. I'm over it. Now I want to see this guy prove that he could be more than a one-hit wonder. Get the Browns to the playoffs, Baker. Can Big Ben still produce big things for the Steelers as the last of the remaining killer bees? Yes, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, they are see adios, goodbye-bye, and it's just Ben Roethlisberger left. Listen, the guys still got Juju Smith-Schuster. They still have uh, this guy uh, Connor out there running the plays, running the ball. Um, I, I think the the Steelers will be good. I don't think they're going to be as good as they've been the last few years or as good as they could have been had they managed to keep Brown and Bell. I mean, we were talking – this time last year we were saying they were the biggest Super Bowl contender. And now it looks like they might not even make it this season. They make it last season. so. You know, we'll uh, we'll have to see how things ship shape up uh, as we get closer to the end of the summer. Deshaun Watson, can he take the next step to be to become an elite quarterback with DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller in there? Yes, I think he's got two great players to throw to the Texas, Texas, the Texas Texans, the Houston Texans. They could be one of the best teams in the AFC. They really can. Ah. <sighs> But sophomore slump, I'm not really, wait, is this, no, this isn't a sophomore slump. This would be his junior slump. Third season, third season in the league. Either way, you know, I like what Deshaun does out there. I think he's a talented player. I think there are much better teams in the AFC, but Texas could be a tough one to get past. Can the Colts become a top five rushing team? Absolutely. Listen, Andrew Luck. Great starting quarterback, but let's face reality here. One season, two two years ago, nobody thought this guy was even going to get back out on the field. Here he is. He led him pretty darn far, led him to the playoffs. Um, you know, I I think they have some good 
good uh, good playmakers out there. But um, I don't know. I don't see them as being a top rushing team. It's just not in the cards for the Colts. Top top passing team? Oh yeah. Give luck the ball. Don't talk about anybody else. Can Nick Foles fix fix the Jacksonville Jaguars offense? Yes. Listen, the Jaguars. Two years ago, they almost made it to the Super Bowl, almost upset the Patriots, and did in the process upset everybody not from Boston in the United States. Blake Bortles, listen, he showed some flashes of success, but uh, not in the way that Nick Foles has. My problem here is that Foles has never succeeded as a starting quarterback. And during the regular season, sorry, I got to mention during the regular season. You put him in crunch time, he is a clutch no nonsense. He can get you to the Super Bowl. He might not look great doing it, but he has and will do it. Do I think the Jaguars are good enough to win it all? No, 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 no. And with Foles starting an entire season for them, I'm just not seeing this. This guy hasn't been a starter in like four years. So good luck, Nick. I really, really good luck because I'd love to see the Jaguars do well. I'd love to see you do well. It's great seeing you here in Philadelphia, but. Uh, Oof. Oh boy. Not uh, not a great move for the Eagles. Not a great move for Nick Foles. I guess an okay move for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's about on the same level as uh, Bortles was with a little bit more of a pedigree. Oh yeah. Marcus Mariota. Can he establish himself as the cornerstone of the Titans offense? Absolutely he can. And by the way, I'm pretty sure he already has. Listen, he's going to have Delaney Walker coming back from injury. That's going to help. They already have some, some playmaking receivers. The O-line's been bolstered. The Titans are going to come out to play. Mariota, great, great player, great athlete. You know, I don't think he's an elite quarterback, but I think he's going to be He's going to make the Titans look good this season. Can the Broncos offense be the best it's been since Peyton Manning retired? Absolutely, positively. Listen, when Peyton Manning retired, they basically had complete bull duty at the quarterback slot. Honestly, they had nothing. Joe Flacco, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's he's basically, not statistically, but he's at, he's at the same point that Peyton Manning was when he came to the Broncos, led them to two Super Bowls, won one Super Bowl. Listen, I think Flacco's going to have a better cast of, of players around him. Uh, I think the Broncos are going to reestablish themselves as a contender this season. And uh, hopefully Flacco, who's, uh, how, how old is he? He's got to be like, what, 34, 35? Either way, I think the next couple of years with Flacco in Denver is going to be a good look for both of them. Can the defense carry its fair share of the load for the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> They're going to have a big load to carry because, well, the Chiefs lost two of their best players to stupid things they did off the field. Uh, yeah, Tyron Matthew, Frank Clark, the, the, you know, have uh, joined the joined the fray. Uh, the Chiefs are going to be good. Pat Mahomes is a killer out there. Um but you know the they're they're gonna have a they're gonna have a problem losing some some great play. They lost two of the best players in the game, right? That's gonna hurt you. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna be as fiery as they were last year. They'll still be good. They'll probably make it to the playoffs. Don't expect them to be you know the lights out team we thought they were until they hit the playoffs because they will not be. Can Philip Rivers lead the Chargers to the Super Bowl? Yes and no. 
<laughs> Listen, they were 12 and 4 last season and they just got better adding Jerry Tillery and Nasir Adderley um and and then Thomas Davis at linebacker. Those were huge, huge pickups. They basically lost nobody. The Chargers are in a good position right now. There's just I there's there's a lot of good teams in the uh AFC West and not just the AFC West, in the AFC in general. Um I don't think the Chargers are one of those Good teams, definitely a playoff team, definitely going to end up getting crushed by somebody like Tom Brady in the playoffs, but uh, I'm not expecting to see Phillip Rivers in a Super Bowl anytime soon. How will Antonio Brown vibe with Derek Carr? (sighs) Who knows if Derek Carr is even going to be the starting quarterback? Listen, the Raiders are a mess. And then they went and brought in a superstar, one of the best players in the game, probably the best receiver in the game. They went and brought him in to play with uh, with Derek Carr and all the other things. Whatever Gruden building out there, um, I'd love to see it because it could take two or three years till he actually gets there. I think they'll vibe very well. I think he's going to miss having Roethlisberger, but at the same time, he's not going to miss Roethlisberger. You know, Carr has shown himself to be a decent tosser. I've never really liked the guy. I uh, never thought he was a good fit with Oakland, but you know what? If this is what Antonio Brown wants, this is what Antonio Brown's going to get. I hope you enjoy not contending. I hope you enjoy having a, a a passer who has very little experience, and I hope you enjoy a team that's basically an implosion waiting to happen. And with that, let me uh, announce our athlete of the week. It is the once great and powerful Bart Starr. He passed away this weekend, and. Uh, just, just like with the Billy Butner family, we uh, we want to wish them best. Uh, Bart Starr led the Green Bay Packers to two Super Bowls. Super Bowl Uno, that's number one, and Super Bowl Dose, that's number two. Uh, the first two Super Bowls were won by Bart Starr and the Green Bay Packers, who's also the coach there from 75 to 1983. Real gentleman, uh, a guy who gave back to the community. You, you couldn't ask for a, a better face for your franchise. So for the Green Bay Packers fans and friends and, and family of Bart Starr, um, we wish you all the best. With that, we're going to end the show. That's right. Uh, so special thanks, of course, to Johanna Albert. She is the content editor, logo content editor, logo designer, and set designer of this podcast. She's also my wife. We're married. I should be calling her Johanna Drago. I keep forgetting to do that. Um. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, special thanks. or the, Sorry, no, the music for this podcast is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. And, of course, a thank you to all our big fans out there. Uh, Lois Butler, Mary Kay Albert. Uh, we're, we're, we get a lot of them. We get a lot of fans. So I want to thank you all for listening into the show. Um, yeah. I think that's it. What else? Find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever you get your Apple Podcasts, the Apple Podcast Store. Type in Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago in any of your favorite media sites. Find us, Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago, or at Sports3XPodcast. Look for our blue blue logo with the star. It'll say Sports, Sports, Sports. That's us. 
Find us, like, subscribe, share, YouTube, email, Twitter, bloop, bleep, blah, blah, bloop. By the way, our email is sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. You can send me all the wonderfully funny, awesome things you want to share with me, or just send me some content you want me to talk about on the show. I love hearing from my fans. I love hearing from you. Bibbity boppity boo. With that, you have to, have to excuse me, because I really want to go watch this hockey game. So I'm going to go shove off, watch the Bruins and the Blues, and um, you'll already know the score by the time you listen to this. So, whatever. Good night, friends. See you all next Sunday. Not Monday. See you all next Sunday. Cuck-off!